Good morning. It's the Brian and Kendra show. Except it's not morning. It is where too. Where you are at. Oh, well, I guess that's <laughs> true. <laughs> so, hey. Come to think of it. Yeah. Good evening. Good evening. So, more. <laughs> so, for efficiency and, and making sure we can get all our stuff done and take care of our people, we have started pre recording this show at the office. Like, man, I feel something's on my face. Well, I think it's because they're filthy. Maybe. Like, I don't know how you even can see through them. I, I literally, I just keep looking at them thinking, you, you can't read through those because, yes. oh my goodness. I can't read without them. <laughs> You've got a real problem, boss. <laughs> yes. Thank goodness. Notice I didn't say you are a real problem. <laughs> we, all, we all interpreted that correctly. <laughs> Everybody knows. So we had some really good shows recently with Connie Rowland. Yes. Oh, man. I just, I'm still, I've still been thinking and thinking and thinking about some of the things that she said. And I appreciated so much that she was able to talk about how, um, I mean, even the worst of worst, even with bankruptcy, even with foreclosure, that I, I realized over the weekend, like, we just all the time say, oh, they're ruining their credit. Or it's going to ruin their credit. It really doesn't ruin it, but right. it sure does stump it for a bit. But it just damages it, and you just have to do some damage repair. And I, I think that that was so valuable um, above and beyond anything else because I, I think that we've been in some difficult times. Um, we've seen things over our real estate careers. We've seen some really tough times for our buyers and sellers. And and I'm seeing a lot more foreclosure activity. So I know that that means that our, our community has some hurt in it. And so just a little bit of, I don't know, that just feels like encouragement to me is, is everything isn't ruined. It hurts now. It might hurt for a little bit longer, but you can rebuild. And I think that that was so encouraging the more that we talked that it's not final. Right. <clears throat> it was, you bring all that up and <clears throat> have some close <clears throat> friends that um, have potentially or are potentially getting ready to lose everything. Mm -hmm. um, business failure, marriage failure, foreclosure, bankruptcy, right. all this stuff. And, and it's a statistic I've, I've heard, and I think it was Darren Hardy that said it. He said some of the wealthiest people in the world started over at 50. With nothing. Right. Which tells me, wow. So okay, well, then let's go. Let's go. I mean, that's, yeah. you learned all your lessons. Now let's make right. better decisions, and right. you will be able to get there. Um, Chris Wood, who owns Wood Robert Mart. Mm -hmm. We have breakfast every now and then, and every now and we have these conversations about, man, if you had to start over today, he's like, if we had to start over today, we would get here so much faster. Right. Because we've learned. We know. Yes. Like, I know I could, there's all kinds of steps and mistakes I would not do again. Right. So, <clears throat> so again, it comes back to, yes, you've, you've got yourself in a position. You've got yourself in a bind. Um, let's move. Let's, let's, yes. Let's make the steps to make things better. Let's get you out of that house or that foreclosure. And, and just one more time, like, I, mean, we, I don't know how many times I've heard you say, I just want to sell houses. But behind that motivation to sell houses, you really, really have a desire to help people. Right. And so we want to say one more time, I mean, if you're in a position and you think, I, I might need some help, give us a shout and let us know if we can, let us look into your life just a little bit, just a little window and see if we can assist you to, to maybe 
decrease some of the damages or to just help you muddle mm-hmm. through some of that. Yeah. So, and, and even right now, like I want to do phone numbers because I legit, I, I really think that there are some people right now that need a little extra. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think Connie gave us so much encouragement. Right. So if maybe you missed it, we can help you find it. And we're highly confidential. Like if you Absolutely. call me and say, hey, I think I'm going to lose my house. I don't immediately start selling your house to everybody. No. I'm, I'm going to get your permission. Right. If we need to go that way, we will. We don't need to word it that you're in a bind. There's all kinds of things we can do to protect you. Right. I'm not going to go around spouting, hey, guess who's blah, blah, blah. No. Our goal is, again, is to help you, walk you through either a potential budget to get you back on track, which we'll do that. I, I would rather you not sell your house. If right. You, if you can keep it and it's what you want. Yes. So, again, so I we're here to help. I, I'm, I love numbers. So, if you want me to help you, <laughs> call me. Yes. Okay. So, Brian, five eight zero three three four two three zero three, um, or text me, and I'll and I'll make sure you get scheduled. Five eight zero two one six zero zero nine zero. I just I really think that was important. I feel like she left with some encouraging information because the more I thought about it, the more I thought it's a heavy subject, but there's a lot of encouragement that comes with it. So, yes. if we need to start rebuilding. Um, let's start rebuilding. Okay, yep. so um, I overheard you, or maybe I guess you sent us this information last week, and you were talking about a 2024 Northwest Oklahoma real estate outlook. So a couple of things to, prem, to prem, pre, preface. <laughs> That's the word, preface. Um, we are different in Woodward. We are definitely small market real estate. And, and what we feel here is different than what we feel everywhere else. But sometimes, like in the media, like you hear this huge, there's all this stuff out here, and you think it must be that way here, good or bad or not, I, I think um, sometimes we don't realize how different we are. So the more I thought about it, I thought, oh, I want to have the Northwest Real Estate Outlook with you on the on the show. I want people to know what you're thinking is going to happen and talk a little bit about some of those things. So are you ready? I'm ready. Okay, where, I don't, where do you want to begin? Let's start at the top. Okay, let's go. <laughs> I mean, I, mean, I, don't know where I never do. I a lot of times I don't, so I thought well, maybe you had yeah. something else you really loved. I mean, no. right here it says the number one thing, but right up here it says first. And so I didn't know which one was the well, first first. Was, so Rachel Van Horn <laughs> called with Woodward News and, and asked me on the spot a bunch of questions. <clears throat> um, and so uh, I did a little quick research. So um, again, this is um, some quick research, but we know it, we live it, we feel it. So. First of all, again, let me rephrase. We are in Northwest Oklahoma. We are like an island cut off from everywhere else when it comes to t- statistics. Um, I mean, we're not, we aren't even nothing like Oklahoma City or Enid right. or Tulsa. Um, like all those things are different. So if you live in um, Owasso, is it Owasso that's getting the whole new big thing over there, new big Disney Park thing, whatever. So, I mean, there's so many things going. Like Lake Texoma is getting a brand new casino, Hard Rock Cafe thing. <clears throat> their market, that's going to drive their market. If you put a Hard Rock Casino right. in Woodward, it might increase the population here a bit, maybe. Maybe. So, <clears throat> so that being said, again, just want to reiterate, we're, we're a little bit different than everywhere else. So, um, what we've noticed in Woodward our property values. We're noticing homes that are well-maintained, updated, are selling super fast and for more money than they've ever sold for before. Okay. So our market is rising, but I think that's also due to inflation. 
I think that's due to, hey, I want someone to come paint my house. Well, I just bought one gallon of paint Saturday to paint some cabinets, and it was $121. Right. What? Whereas a few years ago, it was what? Felt like it was twenty five, but like I know before like, COVID, before I don't have any idea what I was trying to say, but but prior to COVID, yeah, but we, prior to twenty twenty, we were spending thirty five, forty dollars a gallon. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. Okay, part of that is supply and demand. And I'm talking about the best paint, right? Supply and demand. They had a huge warehouse down in Texas when they had the super cold in twenty twenty, yes. right before COVID, froze the entire plant, <clears throat> so they had to rebuild the whole thing. So that's part of it. So they, this whole supply chain is still not caught up from even that and COVID. <clears throat> so it's a combination. So <clears throat> get off topic. So supply and demand, inflation, I think is part of all of that. Um, now, again, like we're in Woodward, if you use in Oklahoma City, that same house in Oklahoma City would be 25% more. Right. Here, we're like 5% more. Like it has not gone up a bunch. Um, like we've seen... a. Half million dollar house sell for five fifty ish based but they you know, they spent thirty, forty thousand. So really they didn't make any money, but that what that they did to the house increased the value. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so so we've had some slight increases in value on well maintained homes. We've also noticed homes that need a bunch of work are the same. They're not moving. They're in fact they might be dipping a little in my opinion. So a, a fixer upper, a flip house, they're sitting longer because it's um hard to, the cost to rebuild that house is going to get way more expensive. <clears throat> so I bought a house in 2021 and or 22, 22, thinking I'm going to flip this house and make money. When I got my, when I finalized the house, I spent twice what I thought I was going to spend. Right. I mean, there's circumstances involved and some decisions changed halfway, which generally happens when you start remodeling a house. Um, but it was, even at my wildest guesses, I was still twenty five thousand, thirty thousand off. Which I'm going to interrupt because that is significant for you. Yes, you you really are a numbers guy, and you usually, I mean, <clears throat> usually whenever you pause for a second and really consider what you're what you're looking at, you're usually really, really on the number. Yep. And so even with even with the extras, you're usually pretty darn close. This time, like it really did a number on your. I really was, did a number on your numbers. Like, yes. man. Yeah, time. And yeah, it was, <clears throat> excuse me. Are time, you going to be okay? Be, okay. Time, time, and then the change of the market and the change of all this inflation stuff right. really took a hold of that. So like Ashland's house in Wichita, we had a $10,000 budget and we repainted the house, scraped all the ceilings, mm-hmm. bought all new trim, put all new trim in, put all new carpet in, and some flooring. And we're at... Like ten thousand three hundred dollars. Right. Like right on the number. I went on the budget with her yesterday, and I'm like, we're right on the number. It's like we're perfect. Like we haven't spent anything extra, or you know, we still have some work to do, but it's not. We don't have to hire anybody, so it's just time. right. A lot of labor. So, <clears throat> so yeah, budget's my thing. Um, limited inventory. So this is where it's, this is where my forecast is going to happen. Um, I'm predicting. Okay, here we Put go. It in writing, no. Kind of like a meteorologist. Yes. So stats are showing. <laughs> yeah, be a meteorologist. Sorry. Yes. If I if I only have to meet their standards, a hey, real estateologist. Yes. <laughs> that they're saying 
The number of mortgage applications in the last 30 days has gone up 10%. Okay. Why? I think there's a lot of buildup of people wanting to move, people that panicked and bought something, but they're not really happy with it. Mm -hmm. Um, They settled for something, now they regret it, or they've had a life change, death, divorce, relocation, something that's, but they've held off as long as they can, Mm -hmm. waiting for interest to dip. Nathan calls these pent-up buyers. That's what it is. They're they're definitely, they're bound and uh, pent-up, ready to do something. Right. So now as that comes down, as the interest continues to drop a little, as of um, whatever today is, today's date. um, This is February 22nd. (laughs) As of a month ago, um, interest was at 6.6 in the middle of January. Right. And so... It's a it's down one a little over one and a quarter percent of where the highest point already. Like we're down it was almost near eight, now we're at six point six. We closed an eight and a half percent in the middle of December. We didn't have the buyer, we had the seller. Mm-hmm. And I was shocked because that was higher than anything that we'd seen. Right. So eight and a half in mid December to our recording date of the a little bit less a little bit over the mid of January. Mm-hmm. And we've seen, I mean, from that loan, yes, almost click, a click, two. Click, click, click. Oh my gosh! So, <clears throat> so that that's where all these are starting. So now the inventory question. So all of these buyers, what are they going to go buy? There's we have so little to sell. So as of January twenty second, mm, I didn't look exactly this morning. We've been having like forty four to forty eight houses on the market in Woodward. I said that the other day to someone, and I. I thought they understood, but then later I got to thinking, do they really understand? Like when I'm doing a CMA for just a pretty standard, so when I'm doing a comparative market analysis, when I'm trying to come up with a valuation for a property, just a standard three-bedroom, two-bath house between 1,600 and and 2,000 square feet, there's hardly anything to compare it to on the market. I'm struggling to come up with three similar properties can you imagine? Like, I mean, right now, this is the time whenever you go shopping and you know that you're ready to buy and you're so excited and then you're like, there's two properties that fit my criteria. So this just happened. So I've <clears throat> been showing a couple for about a year. Mm-hmm. And I called them. I said, hey, I've got these two houses that kind of fit what you're telling me you want. But then I just listed this new house that's nothing like what you told me you want, but it's in your price range. Right. And so I went and showed them the first two that checked most of their boxes. And then I showed him the third one, which had uh, half the boxes not checked. And they're like, she walks in and she's like, I'll take it. Because <clears throat> finally it met all the criteria. All the criteria for Except her. For- <laughs> I can, finding a home that doesn't, that's in the condition needed for her to be happy. Yes. Like everything else was an older house that's been updated, not a newer home. Right. So it, it didn't check all the boxes, but she didn't care. It fit. Right. It fit her majority, like the value of the other boxes didn't really matter. So again, this is one of those things that when you jump in my truck, we're probably going to look at stuff that's not on your right. list. Right, absolutely. <clears throat> so we just show everything. And people are like, man, I can't believe when I'm talking to somebody in Oklahoma City or Wichita or Tulsa, they're like, you show every house? I'm like, if they'll let me, I'll show them every house in their price range. Because what is that, six? I mean, exactly. It's not like, <laughs> I mean, a few years ago, you couldn't say that. But literally, right now, yeah. oh my gosh, so you could have, show every house their price range in an afternoon. Yes. So we have anywhere from a, like a $28,000 house to $1,350,000 house right. on the market today. 
and there's only 45. It's crazy. That's a huge range for just a so many little houses. So, Okay, so we're back to inventory. <clears throat> inventory. With Inventory's limited inventory. So with limited inventory, it's back to basic supply and demand. We have a supply of buyers, high supply of buyers, a limited supply of houses. So high demand, low supply. So as these houses are hitting the market, <clears throat> I'm, st- I'm not sure we'll get into a multiple offer crazy situation like they did in Oklahoma City because, again, right. we might have 45 buyers and we might have 80 houses, 80, 45 listings and 50 buyers. I mean, there's we're still a real, I say, healthy right. market, but I don't think all of the buyers have revealed themselves, if that makes sense. I think there's, they've went and talked to their bank. They're talking to their right. spouse. They're online shopping, but they have they're not, not getting re- around. But they're not out with a realtor yet. Yeah, they haven't committed to like, okay, we're, we're making the decision. But they're shopping. We have a lot of people online shopping on our website right now. It is, it's a bunch, um, and a lot of them are just you know they're making comments. Hey, we're just looking. Well, you don't drive through the car lot. Well, I do. If but you're not I get interested, it. <laughs> I mean, there's not that many people just driving through the car lot just for you know being nosy. <laughs> I guarantee you, if they had the right nosy, Jeep, just looking at Jeep. the right Jeep, <laughs> you'd be making a call. <laughs> Not until toward the end of each year. <laughs> yeah. So, <clears throat> so I think it's one of those deals. People are educating themselves on the market. The fire is there. It's kindling. They're ready to do something. And I think if the right house hits, he, I'm interested to see the next $250,000 house hit the market mm-hmm. that's nice and new and ready. Right. How many people will call about it? Like the last one we hit the market, we didn't even give it time to cure. I mean, it just an hour and it was done. Crazy. Um, walked yes. in, said, I'll take it. Like they didn't give anybody a chance. They didn't negotiate. They didn't mess around. They didn't do anything. They know they paid top value, but they didn't want to miss it. Right. So what would have happened if we had four buyers? Yeah, that one might have went to a multiple offer. So, um, <clears throat> so again, going back to uh, increase in price. So, I think that's going to drive our prices up. But then, I think I think as people, we see that the buyers, a lot of these buyers, have homes to sell. Hopefully, which will create more market. Mm-hmm. Um, back in 2020, when we had like 120 some houses on the market. And then you had this, it was not hard. Somebody called us and said, hey, we want to buy a house. We went out and showed them everything, you know, close everything on the market. They had, opportunity. They had options. Right. So, oh, great. I like this one. I like this one. Let's buy one. Versus now it's like, I, I'll buy this one that fits. Kind of. Kind of. We'll settle. Right. <clears throat> okay. Okay, um, I want to skip down um, to right here because I don't want to talk about rentals yet. I want to talk okay. about this. So I want I want to continue your talk on inventory. So you always go back and you do this one special little yep market analysis. Excuse me, it's catchy. Yeah, you do a little market analysis thing, not for mm-hmm. a specific property, but like for the entire for the entire neighborhood, which mm-hmm. in Woodward is All everything. Woodward. And so we had been having about two months of inventory, and now it's showing. December was four months of inventory. Um, January is like four point four, so it's going up. <clears throat> but I think that's still December, January is a hard time to move. So, I mean, I anticipate like February, March. I mean, February, March, I think it's going to be 
insane. And I, and part of that is because, I mean, I'm reading your words right here. You believe that part of that is because there are buyers that are just waiting for either the right house or the right interest rate to make the jump. Yes. Okay, so I want to pause. Um, we are all about buying the house and renting the rate. Because we are, if you find what you love, buy it. Mm-hmm. The rates can go up as well as they can go down. Right. And in fact, it seems like they can go up a lot easier than they can go yes. down. Yes. So if you find the house that you love, buy the house. Well, so the big guys that I'm listening to, the big economists, wish I knew any of their names, but I can't remember anybody's name. They're saying the today will be the cheapest you will ever be able to buy a house in your neighborhood. Then let's go shopping. <clears throat> Because they say with interest going down, prices are going to go up. Still low inventory nationwide. Um, and then if you see the move rates of where people are moving from, I have maps. I printed all these off so not that anybody else can see them. But like California has dropped 1.2% in population. Texas has gained 1% in population. Oklahoma has gained 1% in population. That's incredible. So you can see it is they are leaving the coast and moving to the middle of the country. Is it because California is going to fall off into the ocean? <laughs> Too bad. <laughs> I don't think you're supposed to say that part on air, but it's you didn't see that coming, state did you? It's a state in the north end. Okay, it is beautiful. Hello, the yes. Mirror Woods. Okay. okay. No, okay. Pause. I want to rewind for really fast. You said um, that the that if the interest rates go down, the house prices are going to go up. I want to really hit that. And we only have seven minutes, so you can't really, really hit this. Mm-hmm. But I want you to hit that part. I want you to really explain. I do not think that all of the consumers really understand that you, like, I think we all think, oh, interest is low. I'm getting a much better deal now. Unfortunately, you're probably paying more for your house. So your payment might end up really being pretty doggone close. So, okay, this Help is, us. Help this us is out the, here. I don't know if I can explain this. I know, but it needs to be explained. So I had a customer that their kids bought a house in Texas, in, in Dallas area. They bought a three hundred thousand dollar house, and they paid three hundred and seventy thousand for it to get it. Okay. They basically prepaid seventy thousand dollars in interest, if you want to think of it that way. Okay, so if you put that, can you? I don't know. This is like, I mean, let's bring math to a whole new level. What would the difference in that be in interest rate, like versus the two point seven five to the four point seven five, two point seven five to the six? Like you get what I'm saying? So it's really messy if they live so there right one now, year. So right now, where houses haven't changed a whole lot in Woodward, mm-hmm. and you pay the higher interest, mm-hmm. it's not really hurting the same. So again, Woodward, this goes back wouldn't. to us being different. Woodward is just different. Yeah. So they paid seventy thousand dollars in interest more. Or equity more because in five years it may catch up if their interest right. if their appreciation goes up five or eight or ten percent a year. <clears throat> if it goes up ten percent, that's just two years. But if they sell that house in one year, Ouch. they are losing money. Eek. If you bought it at a ten percent interest rate, you're not losing that much money. Right. So it comes back to how long are you gonna be there? Will this interest rate really affect you? Okay, that's thing. where it hits Woodward is how long are you going to be there? Yes. So that's where, see, sometimes it's hard to even grasp, again, going back to what everybody else looks like versus what Woodward looks like. So if the houses don't change, but the interest rate does, the interest rate really does hurt me. But if I know I'm going to live in my house for 30 years, interest rate doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter because- If I know I'm going to live in my house for two years, interest rate might be an issue. Right. So right now there's some lenders out there that will, if you buy your house today and it's 6.8%, and it drops to 5.8%, they will refinance your house for free. That's incredible. We heard um, who was- Stride, Yes, Grant, thank you. Couldn't get there. 
Talk to you about that. So they're offering this new program. It was offered through some other companies a year, a few years back, mm -hmm. but that gives you a very advantageous way to like, hey, okay, I'm going to go and buy the house. And it's like the stock market. If you knew you could predict when the bottom was, right. wouldn't you buy, buy, buy? <laughs> Nobody can predict it. This We may be at the bottom. Right. This may be really it. All this talk about it's going to drop two to three more times. If inflation kicks back up, they will raise the rates again. It will go back up. So... <clears throat> So we have no idea what's going to happen in the elections. So this may be the cheapest rate you get. But if you can afford it, it's already time to buy. It's already time to buy. Because you, you have this perfect opportunity. If it goes down, they'll refinance it. But if it goes up, you don't want to refinance. And then if, it, I mean, so yeah, it's a, it's a catch-22. But right now it's advantageous. If you are looking for a home, you should be out shopping. Find a home that fits. Try to buy one. Finance with a company that will refinance for free. Absolutely. And then in a year or six months, or if it drops down to 5%, you refinance. If it doesn't and it goes up, you won. Okay, so I want to say this. There, there is like a sweet spot that we don't know when it is. Oh, man. And I, I was thinking about this with the Jeep. <laughs> yeah. I have no intention of getting rid of Bernie's. None. But I was thinking about whenever I traded in Bernie to get Bernie's, because you came in and you said, Kendra, if you want a new Jeep, this is time for you to do it. Because at that, at that minute... Um, the value of what I'd purchased Birdie for was slightly greater than what I had. We sold it for, you sold it for $5,000 more than you bought it for. <laughs> That's so weird. Okay, so, I mean, that doesn't usually happen to Kendra with vehicles, let's no. be honest. Okay, but I mean, this is a new Kendra, of course. Okay, so then we traded in Bernice for hardly, a, 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 like, how did I do that? I didn't because you helped me because, yeah, like you know, brain. It was crazy. It was like a, yeah, we, we traded. You bought the first one for 25. We sold it for 32. You bought the new one for 38. Yeah, okay. You can't stinking beat this, right? No. But had I waited, I couldn't have done it. Like it was 100. No, then you but it was almost an accident. Right. Like it was It was one of those things where it was like, well, that looks like a really good deal. I should do that. Yay, I did it. And now I'm like, how in the heck did that happen? I couldn't do that again. No, I had several people in my I circle could not that went do that again. vehicles that yeah. month. <laughs> like, hey, people, listen, look what I just did. So I wanted to say that like, if you're always waiting to find the sweet spot, you may not ever find it. Mm -hmm. Like, I realize that you saw it that time and it happened and it worked great. But how many times has, have you seen that happen in all of your years of negotiating? Like Not you don't often. always find the sweet spot like no. that. Nope. Like you might get a good deal. You might negotiate well. You might this, you might that. But I think sometimes that we're waiting for like the perfect opportunity to buy or to sell. And all I don't really think that you can see the big picture to know when it is sometimes. Nope. So like if you're ready and it fits, Go ahead and do it. I also want to say, this is not out of a desperation for you to, um, this is not out of desperation of, you guys need to be buying houses. Like, as I'm listening to you, I'm like, everyone's going, yeah, you guys have to say that you're realtors. Yes. I think this, but I really want this to be more of an education of, there's been so much panic. And I think that the panic is kind of simmering, but I want to make sure that it continues to simmer because we don't have to be scared. No. Like. If you want to buy a house, buy a house. If you don't, don't. If you want to sell your house, sell it. If you don't, don't. And, like, don't and, over pan, don't overthink it. I don't know how many times I had to say that to me this weekend. But it comes back to patience. Yeah. <laughs> patience is the way to go. Yes. Obviously. Um, we do not, We. I don't feel like we're pressure salesmen. No. We don't have to use pressure to sell. 
Um, we, we want you to be happy in your home. We don't want you to call and say, well, dang, I will regret buying this house. I want out. Right. That makes us feel sick because now it does. somebody's going to lose money and we mm-hmm. don't like it. So, <clears throat> so it goes back to if you're looking, if you're interested, let's go do some shopping. Let's, let's go hunt around. I'll sit down with numbers. We'll do budgets. Those are fun. Hey, we'll eat donuts and do budgets. And so... Make <clears throat> Brian buy those donuts, yeah, guys. <laughs> yeah. So, um, so yeah, give us a shout. Um, and then obviously, if you enlist your house, I think the market's, I think you're, I think the market's going up. So um, it's a good time to, to uh, get your house touched up, get it ready, and get it on the market. Absolutely. Let us know if we can come look at it with you and give you some ideas of what to do next. Yep. Hey, I'm Brian Cook. And I'm Kendra Brown, 580-216-0090. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time.